Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friend? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, we're talking today about a serious subject, especially now that it's summertime, the temperatures around us are rising. You've heard about the temperatures across the country. They're up over 100 degrees, 103, 104 degrees. People are saying in some parts, oh, don't worry about it. It's a dry heat. Dry, wet, I don't care. It's hot. (laughs) But what I'm talking about is a serious condition. It's called heat stroke or some people call it sunstroke. If you're out in the sun too long, or you're working out in the sun, like digging in a garden, working in your yard, maybe you're just laying out on the beach, it's a serious condition called heat stroke. This is a life-threatening condition. People don't realize it. What happens is your body temperature gets above 104 degrees. And that's serious. And the symptoms, are they include like confusion. You may even pass out. And what can happen is you can go into a coma from this. Or worst case scenario, you can die from this. So I brought Dave in today and he's going to explain what is heat stroke. And this is something that you have to know. What are the symptoms? What can you do about it? How can you prevent it? So I want you to sit back, relax, and listen to what Dave has to tell us today about heat stroke. It's very important. Maybe it won't affect you, but it might affect somebody you're with or maybe the kids. So listen to what he has to say. What is heat stroke? Heat stroke is a life-threatening condition that causes your body to overheat. It's defined as a body temperature above 104 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 degrees Celsius. Heat stroke, also called sunstroke, is the most severe form of hyperthermia or heat-related illness. Heat stroke can lead to brain damage, organ failure or death. There are two types of heat stroke. Exertional heat stroke. This form of heat stroke is usually the result of physical overexertion in hot, humid conditions. It can develop in a few hours. Non-exertional heat stroke, also called classic heat stroke, this type can occur due to age or underlying health conditions. It tends to develop over several days. Heat exhaustion and heat stroke are both types of hyperthermia. Heat exhaustion can develop into heat stroke if left untreated. But heat exhaustion isn't as severe as heat stroke doesn't cause neurological problems and usually isn't life-threatening. Anyone can get heat stroke, but infants and the elderly are at especially high risk because their bodies may not be able to regulate temperature effectively. 
Athletes, soldiers and people with occupations that require physical labor in hot environments are also susceptible to heat stroke. Other factors that increase your risk of heat stroke include drinking alcohol, being male, being dehydrated, drugs that affect your body's ability to regulate temperature, such as diuretics, sedatives, tranquilizers, or heart and blood pressure medications. Having certain diseases that affect your ability to sweat, such as cystic fibrosis. Having certain medical conditions, such as a sleep disorder or problems with your heart, lungs, kidneys, liver, thyroid, or blood vessels. Wearing heavy or tight clothing, such as protective gear. Having a high fever. Having obesity. A past history of heat stroke. Poor physical conditioning or not being used to hot conditions. Studies suggest that heat stroke occurs in about 20 out of 100,000 people each year in the U.S. It's most common in urban areas during periods of very hot weather. Heat stroke causes between 240 and 833 deaths in the U.S. annually. What causes heat stroke? Heat stroke occurs when your body can't cool itself down. Your hypothalamus, a part of your brain that controls many bodily functions, sets your core body temperature. It typically sets your temperature at about 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, 37 degrees Celsius. But if your body takes in more heat than it releases, your internal temperature rises above this set point. Heat stroke is a medical emergency. If you or someone you know exhibits any of the following signs or symptoms, call 911 immediately. Anhydrosis, dry skin that doesn't sweat, which is more common in non exertional heat stroke. Ataxia, problems with movement and coordination. Balance problems. Delirium, confusion or disorientation. Dizziness. Excessive sweating that continues after you've stopped exercising, more common in exertional heat stroke. Hot, flushed skin or very pale skin. Low or high blood pressure. Lung crackles, bubbling or gurgling sound in the lungs. Nausea and vomiting. Oliguria, low urine output. Rapid breathing or tachycardia, fast heart rate. Seizures. Syncope, fainting, or loss of consciousness. Weakness. People with heat stroke can develop shock or slip into a coma. High body temperature can lead to acute respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS. Brain swelling. Kidney failure. Liver failure. Metabolic dysfunction. Nerve damage. Reduced blood flow to the heart and other circulatory problems. Healthcare providers typically diagnose heat stroke in the emergency department. They review your symptoms, perform a physical exam, and take your temperature. They may also order blood tests or urinalysis. Additional tests might include a chest X ray or electrocardiogram, EKG, to monitor the electrical activity in your heart. How is heat stroke treated? Heat stroke requires immediate medical treatment. If you're waiting for an ambulance to arrive, try to cool the person as much as possible by applying ice packs to the neck, groin, and armpits. Encouraging them to drink slightly salted fluids, such as sports drinks or salted water. Having them lay down in a cool, shady, well ventilated environment. Immersing them in cool water, if possible. Misting them with water and blowing air across their bodies, evaporative cooling. Monitoring their breathing carefully and removing any airway blockages. Not giving any medications, including aspirin and acetaminophen. Removing any clothing that is tight or heavy. At the hospital, the person with heat stroke may receive cooled intravenous fluids through a vein in their arm, cooling blanket, ice bath, medication to prevent seizures.
supplemental oxygen. Sometimes cold water lavage is necessary. This treatment uses catheters, thin, flexible tubes, to fill body cavities with cold water. This helps lower the body temperature overall. The catheter may go into the rectum or down the throat. Healthcare providers stop cooling treatments once the body reaches about 102 degrees Fahrenheit, 38.9 degrees Celsius. The length of time you stay in the hospital depends on the severity of your heat stroke and how well your organs are functioning. In most cases, it's possible to prevent heat stroke by avoiding strenuous physical activity in hot, humid conditions. Consuming sports drinks, lightly salted water or broth. Gradually letting your body acclimate to warm temperatures over several weeks if you'll have to be in hot conditions for work or sports. Never leaving children, or pets, in closed, hot spaces such as cars. Staying in air-conditioned or well-ventilated areas during heat waves. Wearing lightweight, light-colored and loose-fitting clothing if you'll be out in the heat. Your outlook after heat stroke depends on a variety of factors, including age, how high your body temperature spiked, how long your body temperature stayed high before you received treatment, overall health. Between 10 and 65% of people with non-exertional heat stroke die from the illness. The outlook is better for exertional heat stroke, which has a mortality rate of 3 to 5%. Some people experience permanent organ damage or neurological dysfunction. During your recovery after heat stroke, you can expect changes in your body temperature for several weeks. You should avoid physical activity for at least a week. You will also need periodic tests to monitor your kidney and liver function. Even temporary complications of heat stroke can take several months to go away. After you've had heat stroke once, you're more likely to get this heat illness again. Take preventive measures any time you plan to be in hot conditions. If you've had heat stroke and are recovering, contact your doctor right away if you experience anything abnormal such as cognitive dysfunction, problems thinking or remembering, difficulty breathing, liver or kidney problems, low urine output. Wow. So there you have it. Heat stroke is a life-threatening condition that occurs when your body temperature gets too high. It's usually the result of overexertion in hot, humid weather. Symptoms may include confusion, seizures or loss of consciousness, among others. If you or someone you know has heat stroke, seek immediate medical attention and try to lower the person's body temperature as quickly as possible. I'm gonna pass this back over to Jimmy now. Stay cool and have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks, Dave. And if I can, if I can add just a couple more suggestions. If you're gonna be out in the sun, make sure you wear a light-colored hat. The light color will reflect the sun. Dark colors will attract the sunlight. So wear a light-colored hat. Protect your head from the sunlight. And make sure you carry water with you. Carry a bottle of water with you so you can hydrate. And make sure you read your pill bottles about staying out of direct sunlight. A lot of your pill bottles will tell you, stay out of direct sunlight with this medication. So make sure you check your medication. I want to also remind you, if you see a child or a pet in a car with the windows rolled up or just cracked open a half inch or something like that, don't hesitate. 
Pull out your cell phone, dial 911. Get the police there immediately. Don't give the owners of the car a benefit of the doubt. They didn't give the kids or the pets a benefit of the doubt. Get the police there immediately. If the people come before the police, nothing you can do. If the people come and the police are there, just as well, let the police handle it. But don't hesitate. If you see kids or a pet, a cat, a dog, a bird, whatever, in a car with closed windows on a hot day, call the police. And you can look at it, think about it. Think about yourself being in the car with the window cracked open a half inch. Is that enough air for you? Well, it's, if it's not enough air for you, it's not enough air for the kids or the pets that are left in the car. Call the police. Uh, I want to thank you for being here today. And I want to remind you, an apple a day, the podcast, comes out once a week. And we've got some great guests coming up. We've had a couple of great guests the past couple of weeks. And you don't want to miss it. So thanks a lot for checking out An Apple a Day's The Fritter. And we'll be back with that. And we'll be back again next week with another guest on An Apple a Day. So make sure you stop by. And remember this, my friends. Things can always be worse. That's right. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. You've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. Have a great one today, my friends. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.